0: The Dropback, with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns-Peak, Joe
1: Costanzo, and Sam Wilson.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Dropback Podcast. I am your host, Matt, back from a somewhat extended hiatus in Spain, and I'm joined by Samuel Lewis. How's it going, Sammy? Nice to see you again.
1: You too. I feel I haven't seen you since basically the draft, mate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that went into hiding. wasn't a good draft. Um, and also we've got Joe Costanzo with an exclamation mark at the end of his name for some reason. Joe Costanzo! How are you doing, mate?
2: Yeah, I'm feeling very um, exclamative, you know. It's not like so, a pleasure,
0: is it? Um, Google it. Right. You, you're I'm here feeling. to tell him
2: how he's feeling.
0: Exactly. That's true. Own your truth, Joe. You are whatever you want to be, mate. Um, exactly.
2: I identify as exclamative.
0: Yeah, well, I'd identified as not really that bothered, to be honest, when week one yeah. of preseason <laughs> kicked off this week. Um, but you know, what what preseason is good for, I guess, is seeing some of those players that are on the, the roster bubble and getting a first glimpse at some of the draft picks as well. So we did get a chance to see a lot of the most recent draftees play for the first time in an NFL uniform, which was pretty awesome. Um Let's talk about who excited us the most after week one of preseason. Which one of you bucks is going to say Justin
1: Fields? Wait, it, it, I'll say it, but that's the reason Stad isn't here because he was so low on him throughout the draft process. And he's, he's played one, what, maybe five series of preseason football. So he's automatically an all pro now. Yeah. yeah. But, but no, Justin now. Fields looked good. I mean, as good as you can look in preseason. Mm. Second team defense. And he looked pretty electric on the ground as well. I mean, if we get anywhere near that performance over the next two weeks, you can't, you cannot play Andy Dalton week one. It's just so depressing.
2: Yeah. 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 I think he took a little bit to get into the game, but um, I do hope that Nagy lets him use his athleticism a bit in some of those plays, like when he does take over, because all of his best plays came from either threatening the run or running it himself. Yeah. Um, and finding that open guy downfield and I don't mind like if he uses that uh, because he's obviously quick like on, on some of those runs he's out running he's out running
1: a starter-ish level competition I was just going to say he's got that sort of speed doesn't he where it sort of does, like Kyler Murray in a way where they sort, seem like they're going and then they find that last extra gear just as a guy sort of catches up to him yeah, it's makes it fun to watch fun fun Resolution. to
0: watch Indeed. You did what Matt, didn't he? No, but I think Justin Fields was great at his second team defence. Good job, mate. Um, who else did you guys find to be... Uh, you know, who else was it exciting to see play for the first time? Or,
2: <laughs> I'm going yeah. to stick on the bears and say Khalil Herbert actually made a few Thanks. good runs. He was quite physical.
1: <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> who? Khalil Herbert. No, who's looking at you like that? Yeah, me? Matt. I was Matt. giving
2: him the look. Why, though? I don't understand. Did you even Rick watch did you, against the Dolphins? You, bas- you yeah. basically, like, didn't even watch any of these games anyway, Matt.
0: No, I didn't. I was I was drinking ice cold. Exactly. exactly.
2: So I thought Khalil Herbert looked like quite a physical back, looked quite good. Nice. And also, I think that uh, Bears running back room is kind of ripe for the taking, to be honest, for a rookie. So, could see that.
3: Not um,
1: David Montgomery.
2: Not, Montgomery. not really. Not really. He's had a bunch of years to be, like, pretty Decent, and he's always been kind of like disappointing to be honest. How
3: much of that
0: is Montgomery, and how much of that is the Bears offense in general?
1: Yeah. Good question. I think Montgomery is a good player, but yeah, he's okay, but he's not a starter level running back, in my opinion. Um, I got trade- another guy that I was actively questioning that Joe was going to the table to pound for when we're doing our AFC North previews, mm-hmm. and I was questioning how much, um, Koromoa's sort of slightness would affect him in the NFL, play against some big body guys, but he, he just looked awesome as well. Like, absolutely sighting yeah. through our alignment. Just pretty fun to see. He said he nice. was, And I'm wary saying this, because the last time I let you guys change my opinion, based on one game of meaningless football, was Gardner Minshew week one last year. Mm. And that
0: right. took a big old nosedive. I think we're still correct. On that one. I'm
1: also, right.
2: I'm also kind of excited to see, I don't know if he'll even start this year, but what, what could happen with the Carl Shanahan and Trey Lance. Trey Lance. It would be Trey looked
0: pretty good. Yeah, to
2: he, be fair. he did look very good. And I could imagine a lot with those like heavy running sets that Carl Shanahan likes. He could do some, some bits of Trey Lance and he, he yeah, he, he looked like quite a natural throw at the football. Um, so I imagine.
1: Funny that from I, a quarterback. It really is
2: natural. div school, div two school, So there was questions about how good of an actual thrower he was, especially with all the rushing yards he got last season. But he did look quite good is all I was saying. To be fair, all the rookie quarterbacks look pretty good. I'll be honest, I didn't watch any Jets. I I was really,
1: I was really, um, I mean, statistically hoping he'd have a little bit of a struggle preseason week one, because it means absolutely nothing. And I can tell Stan that Justin Fields outperformed in week one so he's a fool but not yeah, to me watched. unfortunately he played well Boo. Tim Tebow was shit though have you seen the videos of him try to block?
0: No I haven't seen him try to block. i sort of try to catch.
1: Is that when someone else comes next to him and just catches the ball?
0: Yeah.
1: No, no. He sort of It's like on it's a zone it's a zone running he comes back to get the um backside end and he sort of just rolls into him and Ooh. the end just goes nah
3: <laughs> See you later.
2: to be fair if you've never played tight end before and this it's it's pretty it's a two i feel like they might have uh overhyped how easy a position it is just to pick up from quarterback you know what i mean i mean
0: it's famously one of the most difficult positions to pick up from between college and the nfl right tight end so
1: yeah, because yeah. you have to do so much, and these are people who have actually been playing tight end in the yeah. past. It always exactly. takes a few years for good tight ends to really show how good they are, and Tim Tebow's never done it before. yeah. I mean, to be fair, is the position we've actually seen some sort of success from quarterbacks turn, um, sort of change of position to, but those have been huge guys that aren't six foot two, which for us would be a big geezer. Like, have Tim Tebow walked in. Be like, all right, Tim, you, you big fucker. Not for Stan. Stan. Not for Stan. Not Stan. But for an NFL tight end, very much on the small
0: side. It'd be a pretty good fight, actually, Stan Indeed. against Tim Tebow.
1: You've got a bad Tebow, though. Body. I mean, Tebow's my...
0: swole as fuck. Yeah, but Stan's got those gangly arms.
1: What, you think he's just going to hold him away and sort of hammer on yeah, his like, head? like the uh, slender man.
0: We don't know what Stan's capable of. I think he'd like, fucking Mister tickle him and just bloody wrap his arms around his neck from like 20 feet away.
1: We can work him up. We can start him off against Joe because that's sort of a similar sort of style of fighter. Uh, Joe,
0: Joe does VR boxing. I think we need to wait a little while before he steps in the a virtual ring with Joe.
1: Thank you. Thank that's you, what I mean. Joe's got the prowess and the strength, but Stan's got that reach.
0: Joe's hey. fighting in theory is so good.
1: I've seen <laughs> it in pra- We've all seen it in practice at a few prees when he goes and gets the legs.
0: Oh, yeah, shit.
1: He moves inside Super. the body so quickly.
0: Hair head, sick, body, head. Head. <laughs> head, body, head.
1: Head, body, head
0: my friend oh my god He's got Actually, if you're not giving body, him boxing rules where he
1: can do is take his UFC training into the fight yeah. oh yeah I just hug people and take him down so, are them there backs. any
0: people that are currently in the NFL excluding kickers and punters that you think you'd be able to beat oh, in a one-on-one matchup
2: that's mean um mean to who
0: oh yeah no. because I want to pay money to watch you beat up Blankenship his fucking national I
2: pressure I would reckon I would back myself against Devonta Smith wow just on a size comparison, as I. You know,
0: you know he's, own, he's only small in comparison to like other professional NFL he's players. What? He's
2: He's 160 he, something pounds, right? No,
0: he's not. He's 170. I thought it was like 170, 180.
2: No, he's like 100,
1: 165, I think. What's that in kilos? No. I was going to
0: say, can you put that into our uh, measurements, please? So, on, Joe, it's the British
1: podcast. British. Say, What's he in
0: stone it? and pounds? I
2: have to relay. I weigh 102 kilos.
1: Oh, don't give all the goods away, mate.
0: You've
1: got to subscribe to our Patreon to hear that. Um, hey, lads. You want anyways. to see that? <laughs> he always 74. Oh, that's about the same as me, then.
3: Oh, dope. I'm, I'm about, yeah, I'm probably somewhere around there as well. 74, and what is he?
1: Six foot as well. So he's probably similar to Matt and myself. To be fair, Joe has taken us to the ground on many. Oh, yeah, but he, yeah, but I think Devonta Smith's got a little bit more fight, yeah. athleticism than probably us combined. Yeah. It I'm, I'm taking just like, Joe
3: Cinco, though, am I? I'm taking a uh, receiver who has been viciously attacked for his, his weight.
0: Joe, I'd love to see you against, like, Tabon Austin or something in a ring and just watch him oh, run Jakeem,
2: around you. I'd back myself <laughs> against Jakeem Grant. Just to him, like,
0: Jakeem Grant would flip himself off the ropes and kick you in the face, mate.
2: I just kick him really hard.
0: You will get near him. You can do whatever the hell you want as
1: long as you turn your face towards the microphone. I didn't give a shit.
2: I'm looking at pictures of Jakeem Grant. Oh, i look him. at the picture <laughs> and then
0: speak. Oh my god <laughs> Pump myself
1: up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jakeem Grant shirtless. Yeah, I could take him.
0: Joaquin Grant, like Jakeem <laughs> Grant is a little person yoked. He is like
2: He's got that Tyreek Hill squatness about him. Yeah, yeah. He, do- he does look pretty hench, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get off like six
3: punches before i could get off two yeah fucking ninja mate okay is he taller than you as well no oh. wait is he wait what about Darren? Sprouse oh no he's Darren... not he's really not actually how tall is he five four
2: five two I couldn't hear it's that. No, no, they can't, they can't be right. It says five point two feet,
3: which is uh, so what is 0.24 feet? Well it'd be um four? No, six. What? Two point, Are we retarded? No. That
2: can't be right. That can't he's be right. How tall does it <laughs> say it is? He says he's five point two four nine three four feet.
3: Why don't you just ask for his height in meters?
2: Ask for it in feet. It's 1.6 Ask 6, Google 8. for his 1. height in oh, well, 5'7".
1: No, 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 that's Joaquin Grant. Who's Joaquin 5, Grant? 5. He's 5'5. 5, 5. That's reasonable. Well, you I've got something
3: saying 5'7. It says 5.5 mm-hmm.
2: on mine. So maybe 5'7 7 is 7 and 12 inches.
3: What what's your height again,
1: Joe? I'm 5'8. Yeah, what's your actual height without oh, yeah, shoes yeah. on? Five, eight, oh, five, eight, eight, eight. So we're not asking <laughs> you for your combine height, Joe. We want yes. your actual height. Mate, all I'm, what I'm saying, saying is... Fucking
0: 10-inch stilettos.
1: I'll just wait. He'll have to approach me eventually. I heard he ran this a page. 4-3 at his pro day as well. Yeah, yeah well, you know. he's running around a cage. so it's What's your like... vertical,
0: Joe? From here no, I mean to the fucking Joe. sun. Take <laughs>
2: <laughs> Right. Shall we just move on? Yeah, well,
0: talking of Joe's... Mythical Combine, which is usually held in Indianapolis. Let's talk about the AFC South. Tenuous, but we'll take it. You know, that, was, that was the Tenuous. worst one I've heard. Okay. Well, you hold, when you fucking post the pod, you can do your own segues. Um, yeah, AFC South. We've been having a look at all the D, all the uh, divisions, all the uh, what we think the final standings is going to be, who's wants to watch, who's going to win the division, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we'll do the same thing here. Uh, did you want to start alphabetically, Sleep? Because you're a bit weirdo like that. Yep. Everything's yeah. got to be in those order. Things. Everything's got to be in order. So that takes us to. Are we going by well we're we're actually? By city. Oh, it's the coast. City. By city. Oh, oh, by city. Okay. So
1: do you have get a new tap up now? So, so Houston. You also have to work. Oh you, you would have seen him have to work out the alphabet there. You'd have done it on his fingers. <laughs> it's Houston
0: Yxons, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean oh, shit. how do you want to start I, I I was just going to sum them up in like two words and then see what
2: you guys going to be pure shit
0: oh, garbage yeah
2: worst team
0: yeah team I think world. I mean legitimately I think this is the worst team in the NFL like not trying to be a dick to the Texans fans but Bill Bill, Bill O'Brien has left like a fucking massive sinkhole in the middle of that organization
1: yeah mm-hmm. and then they went and signed as many B plus running backs as they could find at free agency as well yeah, yeah them all yeah. The so, yeah I, mean, so, I thought you were going to get walk out and leave then. I thought you were insulted. So I talk about running backs.
0: There's no, no such thing as a B-plus running back. They're all stars in his eyes.
2: No, so, I yeah. agree. I mean, they've kind of screwed over the whole cap situation. Um,
3: mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I mean,
0: I, I generally think there's going to be a situation for the Texans that's going to take, like, multiple years to... Remedy. I th- like I think they I think there's a real chance that they're the worst team in the NFL for a while.
2: I also mm-hmm. don't think they really solved it with the hiring of their general manager or new head coach. And this is coming right. from a you know, I mean um even I've forgotten his name now, but Dave our Culley. old wide Dave Cully, our old wide receivers coach, just wasn't I, I don't think is the answer at head coach by any means to really turn this team around or
1: install well, he might do okay as like a culture guy, but... Well, he was uh, your wide receiver coach last year and you didn't have the best pass in the game in the world. And he was also the wide receiver coach of the Chiefs. That wide year, receivers that you know, were like statistically the worst group that year. Well, the year he was wide receiver coach for the Chiefs, they didn't have one single receiver catch a touchdown.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: but I mean, that's he may not, be one of those culture guys.
2: Yeah, yeah. that um, I get that. That's fine. But like, I'm just looking at the talent of this team as well. We're assuming Deshaun Watson isn't going to play for the foreseeable future because you know what. Uh, So what, Tyrod Taylor
1: is your starting quarterback?
2: No, David Mills, mate.
1: But yeah, it'll be be Tyrod Taylor.
2: Running back, like you said, we've got a bunch of guys who could start, but I mean, maybe Philip Lindsay's the most talented guy there. Mark Ingram is beyond his years. He gets injured quite a lot. And David Johnson... Rex Burkhead, all oh, like Rex Burkhead, not for the Patriots as well. Like mm.
0: Rex Long Burkhead will Rex make the Burkhead. roster,
1: but he'll be a special teams guy.
0: R- Rex Burkhead always makes the roster, despite not seeming to be very good at anything in particular other Rex than pass Sort of solid, yeah. The,
1: the The issue with their what they've done this year, it seems they sort of signed a load of mid-priced veterans on like front-loaded deals, and be like, right, what sticks here? Who can we keep moving forwards? Yeah, without any real sort of plan of the roster so what
2: they're basically doing is building a team of people who haven't really played together who aren't you know in the best of starting positions without a real franchise quarterback i yeah, mean not they, good. none of the time i mean laramie Tunsell is probably that best player on the offense and he's still costing them a fortune in cap mm-hmm. um
1: He's worth it though, no, great left tackle.
2: Yeah, I mean, in theory, he is, tackle, mean, inferior, the he is worth it, but I mean, the the scale of like what they lost for mm,
0: the thing I mean. is, as well, like with a situation like this where you've got so many, like you've got a Laramie Tunsil who's like, you know, that's a franchise cornerstone player, you want that person to be in your franchise for a long time, but he's you've he, he sort of got him too early, you haven't got anything for him to protect right now, so you're sort of wasting Laramie Tunsil and the cap that you've got to pay him for nothing it doesn't matter
1: if you're paying a lot of money on a cap if you're not really competing at that point because you're still going to have him long term he signed a huge deal yeah So like we've we've seen NFL teams get turned around like in a few seasons to at least competency and at least they'll know they'll have that left tackle in place and I'm guessing if I'm trying to take a positive view that that's what they're doing signing all these veterans being like right some of these guys will be with us longer term because they'll prove to be decent
0: maybe mm. to be fair i you know to be fair as well in, in talking about the Definitely texans they'll be shit this year yeah i think they will be shit but i would really like to see david johnson at least like stay healthy for a year and and get somewhere back towards what he was like pre those injuries because there was a time when david johnson was legitimately the most exciting running back in the league to watch it wasn't even that,
3: that long ago he is, I that would have been 26 he's, so what? so he's, he's 29 21. mad He's got a few, maybe
2: one or two years left to be that productive. Really, if we look at how old running backs get, how many collisions they take, are basically not going to be the same from 31 onwards.
0: Very true. But I mean, like, I, I think that would be nice to see because he was when he was when he hit that form with the Cardinals. He was such a fun player to watch, um, and I, I, it is one of those sad times when you see like a genuinely very talented football player just not be able to get over an injury crisis.
2: Yeah, what um, what do you guys think about the defense?
0: I think it sucks.
2: To be honest, I, th- I think it's very difficult to find anything to be excited about on the
0: defense, no. especially for the Texans. I mean, the offense isn't anything to write home about either. But at least you've got a few players. You mean you've got all the running backs in the world? One of them might have a breakout year. Like I said, we've got Larry Tunsil, who is a fantastic left tackle. On the defense,
2: I don't I'm see struggling. Any, uh, There's no star players on defense no. at all. I mean, Justin no. Reed's a decent safety. Yeah, that's the only one I was right. looking at. Like, maybe he's okay. Christian Kirksey isn't too bad, but like, he's. I oh, think
1: even... there as well. He's distinctly average. I
2: mean, Whitney Merciless has been there a while, hasn't he's been the,
0: still got a banging name. Starter. Yeah, he's always been a good player. Bradley Roby
2: yeah. as well is okay.
0: Bradley Roby's all right. right. Yeah, but these are all like nice corner pieces one. to hammer around
1: a a team yeah. rather exactly rather than they don't have any standouts They're good
0: backups right they're, they're good players that you'd want to have as like I
1: think it, some of those are good starters if you've got that some pretty much sums
0: you, up but that that whole
2: like what you just said just sums up the Texans in general apart yeah. from maybe Laramie Tunsil
1: they're all hey, just Brandon met, Cooks is a consistent thousand he's yard. a nice he's, to have he's a nice to have he's a like great Brandon number Cooks, two
2: yeah but Brandon Cooks is your number one guy is, is not going to do you any Anything great. Oh, maybe Anthony Miller is going to show up, but it's not like you're being like, wow, we've got Anthony Miller. Wow, we've got Brian. They also Good. need
0: somebody to throw the football to them. And obviously, like, Deshaun Watson aside, the other the other two options where we already spoke about, Tyrod Taylor and, and David Mills.
1: Exactly, yeah. Rod Taylor. Come on, show some respect. You know, it will be Tyrod Taylor. It will be until he gets Herod injured Rod about Taylor. Say his fucking Herod name, mate. Put some respect on his name. Rod Taylor,
0: who was absolutely... I mean, I don't know... I can't remember what happened with the whole thing with the charges he in got terms of... He stabbed
1: in the chest by his doctor. No, I remember
0: that. I don't remember how it finished. Like, if he got, like...
1: Well, they had if, Justin uh, Herbert, no, and they were like, no, oh, my Justin God, this Herbert, guy... Justin Herbert, yeah, they couldn't... They couldn't no, no,
0: what him. I mean is in, like, did he, like, sue the doctor that like stabbed him in the oh, chest I and can't then, remember. like, made him oh. lose his job, essentially? Because I would be pretty pissed if that was me.
1: Oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know he would have lost his job eventually and that... Yeah,
0: he would have lost his job eventually, anyway but...
1: But yeah, I think that's the point about this team is that they've got a lot of pieces that would be nice, like number four, four or five pieces to have on either side yeah. of the ball, but they're not who you want as your superstars. Other than like Laramie Tunsil, who would be a starting okay. tackle on most teams.
2: Yeah, agreed. Um, so, where do we think? What do we think for the are they going to do I this know, season?
0: I, I yeah, can't. They're going to be I a number one
1: pick in the draft.
0: Yeah, I think is the nicest way to say. It. I don't see that. I don't think there's any universe where they have a winning season or anything like that. Like are gonna have I mean, I max three, four wins. Yeah, we don't if, we don't need
1: to that... actually see who we don't actually need to see who they play. I've but you you can see just from who they're putting out on their side. It's like with the Jets and the Jags last year. We knew both of those were going to be bad teams going into yeah. the season.
0: Sometimes it's just quite clear. I mean, I know, know the NFL is can be famously difficult to predict and we, we've said before this team's going to be crap and they've turned out to be great or this team's going to be great and they they flop like the Cleveland Browns that year. Um, but I think with a case like this, the writing is just so on the wall that the Texans don't have the talent to be able to compete.
2: If DeFlein Watson doesn't play a game, which I don't think he will, the Texans quite possibly could win zero games and I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Or you think we're going to have the an, an, first ever 0-18 team
2: 17, 17.
0: 17. Oh, 17,
2: it'll be 18 soon enough when they want a bit more money. Don't worry. Oh,
1: here comes cynic Joe again. However, yeah, I, they want, they've already mm, found a way to get more money spike. It's by by getting all these flags out for taunting penalties that you then find the players with, which is honestly, it's going gonna, gonna to kill the league. If they actually go into it, they this did year. that before they did that before
2: they did what before. They've done this before. They find players for taunting. Remember? Do you not remember? This happened to ages. I remember when ago. they were finding
1: people for celebrations, and then they were like, "Oh, you know what, lads? Don't be robots. You can celebrate if you want." Yeah. That's, yeah. So I reckon that will just probably happen again. But yeah, but that's because they installed the rule at the beginning of the season after saying that you can celebrate again. Yeah, now, I want to they... know
0: who decided that that was like. You know what? We really need to crack down on this this season taunting. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, it's one of the things that, obviously, like, when you take it too far, you punch someone in the face or something, then it's, obviously, that's, like, you don't want to incite people to that extent. But, like, getting up and, like, being hyped up, making a good play, you shouldn't be flagged for that. And it's one of those things that, that like, gets the people that are watching the game invested and excited as well. And it helps it be more of a spectacle. So I don't understand why they would try and kick that out of the game.
1: Yeah, passion is part of the reason why we watch sports. It's why it was so yeah. much worse last year watching any sport in these sterile, empty stadiums. You watch sport to see people enjoy themselves and have fun. And it's, I don't know, it's all part of the package.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I think that was a big move. I wouldn't be surprised if that's something that they try and, I think they'll they'll see, because obviously it happened, was it last night, the night before, um, where a player Colts got, player. yeah, the Colts player who got called for taunting. And it was just an absolutely ridiculous call to make. And then since then, social media has obviously been very vocal about the fact that that is bullshit and that's not what, we, what you want to see in an NFL game so I'm hoping that they'll backtrack on that before the season starts
1: And they do that
3: can they it yeah, because li- it's the a, one. yeah the
1: saved, like, ease it up fellas
3: hey hey yeah. alright well I that happens
1: but... but the thing it's is you don't want like week one ruined by a load of because it's a 15 yard penalty for taunting
3: yeah it's a
0: big one
2: there's always like some stupid rule like that you know, always ends up being a bit of a highlight of the season. Like every few years there's, I mean, we had the whole, what is a catch thing yeah. before that there was a offensive pass interference or like pass interference in general as well.
1: But those are, I think the difference is that those rules were on the back of one big incident that was like, Oh, we need to have a serious look at this. And it was a build up of this. But this Why have they made the decision now to do this whole taunting thing?
2: That's the same as when they did it before. like it's not like it was a specific incident. They just did it because, and then pe- it, it happened for about a year and people were like, why is this happening? We're going to get, we're just going to complain about it until they
3: stop doing it. Um, but it'll probably be after the season once they've made a substantial amount in fines. Gosh, dog it. Gosh, dog it indeed, Joey. Oh, well. Well, yeah, well, the Texans just shit. Um, is basically what we're going to leave that like that. Let's okay. move on to the next team in the alphabet. Which team is that, Joe? The Indianapolis Colts. Nice. So, the Colts. Yes. What do we think? <laughs> Why she so robotic? Um, <laughs> I think, uh,
2: I mean, Carson Wentz is out for how long? He's out.
1: It was six to 12 weeks, wasn't six it? So weeks, yeah. It may be week one. It may be like midway through the season. Same with Quentin yeah. Nelson, the exact same injury.
0: I was going to say, what have they got on the, on the pitch down there in Indianapolis if there's fucking.
2: Bloody gravel. When Carson Wentz isn't playing, they've got Jacob Easton, Sam Ellinger, Brett Hunley. I don't think they can really win many games with those guys. No,
1: those guys aren't great. I'm sorry. So, uh, Ellinger and Easton sort of both have flashes. Mm. In week one, None I mean, they them. show they could actually throw a ball to a receiver, which, which is. we haven't seen basically in four years with Brett Hundley. But That is true. But yeah, they're going to have to go for a veteran backup. That if Carson Wentz is going to be out towards the middle of the season, mm. yeah. I think
3: who's available if you've got to go down that route though.
1: You could argue. Oh,
3: oh, oh, oh.
1: oh, if the could pay. trade in division though, if the yeah. Do- Mm, yeah, if and the I'm Dolphins. Sure Jags are going to get in mind because they're not exactly competing this year.
3: Yeah, the Dolphins could give them, um, what's his name as well? Oh. Oh. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, sorry. Yeah,
0: but I don't think we will because the whole thing about us getting Jacoby Brissett was that like, well, if Tua did it, it struggle, then you want to have a DJ. Oh, so
2: up. you admitted what I said on the, on the preview for the Dolphins. That's what I no, said.
0: I'm just explaining the rationale. Two is going to fucking ball out mate. but it's good to have a decent mm-hmm. option. Really if like is injured, it. maybe.
3: Really looked like he was going to ball out. Um. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I
2: mean they're going to have to pretty much rely heavily on their run game to get any sort of offense going. Jonathan yeah. Taylor, Marlon Mack, Naheem Himes. I think you can do that.
1: Um. Obviously, they've. I got... mean, it depends on how long. What you call us out for as well, doesn't ben it? Nelson. Quentin Nelson. And when Eric Fisher comes back from injury as well because they're left tackle. So I think, I can't remember who it was, but Will whoever it was is just getting turned inside out every snap, basically, in the Will preseason game. Or Sam Tevye. Yeah, I think it's Will Holden. Um, yeah, yeah. If you, like, the offensive line is one of the strengths of the Colts, which is when they're fully healthy. But if they don't have a left-hand side of it, and a rookie slash second year quarterback who's never taken an, an NFL stat. Yeah. That's a real, that's a recipe for disaster on offense, isn't it? That's a worry. It? Exactly. That is a worry.
0: Um, but I mean, I, I think the Colts' defense isn't bad as well, to be fair. Um, I mean, I think we can wholeheartedly say that DeForest Buckner trade worked out because DeForest Buckner, I think, has been outstanding for the Colts.
2: He's also
1: questionable at
2: the moment. Yeah, but yeah I take
1: questionable in preseason with a big old pinch of salt. Yeah, that's literally what
2: Quentin Nelson and Carson Wentz are down as though. Yeah, they actually
1: no, just had surgery.
0: Yeah we've had, yeah, we've had we've had we've had detailed reports that Quentin Nelson and Carson Wentz's beat have basically been smashed with a sledgehammer or something. Whereas Quentin Nelson, I mean, not going uh, the Forest partner is a little bit. It seems like maybe it's more of like an, a niggling sort of thing rather than like, a, you need to fix this by cutting my, me over.
1: Or one of those things where they're an established veteran and you don't need pre-season snaps as much. Yeah, so I mean, you can rest them. It's not it's, worth the risk.
0: Exactly. Like you don't, you don't need to play DeForest Buckner in week one of preseason. You know what DeForest Buckner brings you, to be honest. Is it worth putting that, that trade on the tyres? Or that wear on the tyres, I should say. Um, so, I mean, I, th- I think the Colts will be decent. I think the quarterback situation is obviously not ideal. Um, but I still probably see them having enough to finish I'd probably say second in the division. I'd say. Yeah, I would, would agree with that. Um,
1: what would you say, I hypothetically, Wentz and Nelson are back week one? You still don't really have any clearer picture. I mean, the running game would be better, but you still hmm. don't know what you're going to get from Wentz, unfortunately.
0: You also don't know if, if he comes back from this injury week one whether he's going to keep for the whole season as well
2: i don't think he should come back week one because if you rushed him back with a foot surgery he could easily re-injure that
1: um, but what i'm saying i don't think they would rush him back like Ballard so he's seems very cautious he's to probably
2: to not coming back week one then when they say this oh, i old, forgot
1: you were his doctor
2: when they say four to 12 meets they don't mean four weeks they never mean No, they don't weeks. that's why they said six to 12 weeks or whatever
3: <laughs> the same
1: <laughs> premise you know they're not going to go no. for the earlier date
3: well,
1: no, it just means that st- that standard surgery has that recovery time depending on the guy. I don't think it means oh, he could be back in six weeks, or we might have to say save him twelve. It means it could be anywhere within that range yeah. <laughs> when um, he's fully healthy this, again.
2: Yeah, I mean it doesn't matter anyway because if, despite the fact they're coming second in division, they're not making the the playoffs or anything. I think back? no, no, no. I don't think so. I, don't
3: I don't think they'll the win. Playoffs. I don't
2: think they'll win that many games.
3: What you, what, what's realistic? I'd say like seven seven?
1: Yeah, I think that's Highly possible that this team wins double-digit games.
3: They've got to hmm. play the NFC West.
1: I mean, you can't really necessarily look at it by who they're going to play because like you said, we don't know how good any of these teams are necessarily
0: going to be. And also like so many teams in the NFL are uh, an injury to, to their starting quarterback away from being amazing to being very average.
2: Yeah, they also have to play, weirdly enough, just the Bucks and not the rest
1: of the NFC South. Yeah, because um, it's the new fit. Th- that's how the 17th game was. You rotate, yeah. they are rotating through the opposite conference.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I just don't see, I mean, at best when Carson Wentz is in, let's say he comes
1: back like six weeks in the future. So, you know, he starts against the Titans in week three. Joe, Please you really need to keep talking to the mic because the volume fluctuates so
3: much. It goes really quiet. Yeah, Just move the
1: mic in front of you. With the noise cancelling, we don't hear any breathing. I just said
2: that I just don't think they're going to win more than seven games, to be honest.
1: Seven games? Wow. How many games did they win last year with Philip Rivers? They won double digits, didn't they?
2: Yeah, but Philip Rivers was playing the whole season.
3: He's also Philip Rivers and throws to the other team just as often as he throws his own team. Yeah, but well, that's a up. career, Philip Rivers. Hmm.
2: I'm just saying if if any of these people behind Carson Wentz are are starting for significant times of the season, they're not gonna win that
3: many games.
1: Okay. Sorry, I I didn't realise that you were prefacing it with that. I thought you meant whatever happens, you can't see them winning more than seven games.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean I, and I, I, with I,
3: the linemen as well.
0: True. I mean, it's just, there is a, it's a cauldron of injuries really for the, for the Colts at this point, which is if you're already having major injury trouble and the season hasn't even kicked off yet, it doesn't really spell. It's not, it's not a good omen for, for what's to come, especially with you know the f- first time we've got a, an elongated season as well. Um, but I, I mean, I, I would be surprised if this Colts team, I'd, I'd say the floor for them from my perspective would be like nine and eight maybe, or eight and nine flip it something around there. I don't see them tanking out and, and being, you know,
3: a high draft pick. I
0: mean, tank, tanking out no, no, I mean, as in like try and lose. I mean, just like having a disastrous season um, and ending up like with the fifth pick or something in the draft. I, I just, I don't, I think they've got enough talent there and also the flip, the flip side is the, some, the other two, there are two other teams in that division that are way worse than them, simply put. Um, which we'll get on to, well, we've already spoke about the Texans and then like the other, the other team, I'd say that they're definitely better than would be the Jags. Um, so I, I, I don't think their ceiling is that, their floor, sorry, is that low that they're going to have, you know, there's going to be...
2: You think their floor is nine wins?
0: I think their floor is
1: eight wins. If that provided Carson Wentz only misses like a few games... Or, I think you that's
0: regardless. Think it, or you think they'll just go regardless, for a veteran? Really. I think, regardless, I, I think what it, no matter if it's Carson Wentz or um, who's their backup again? Jacob, Jacob,
3: Eason. Jacob Eason. Jacob
2: Eason, that's it. Brett yeah. Hundley. Yeah, I mean, it's
3: not you, great. Can imagine I, like it. Brett, I don't think, has Brett Hundley won a game? Remember when he
2: played a bunch of games when Aaron Rodgers went down?
3: Yeah, I think he, I I'm think he must have won a oh. career win, surely. Anyway. Thank you. That's not the
0: point. I think in general, this, like, I think even, uh, you know, I think they'll beat the Texans no matter if they, like, like, wheel me out and play quarterback. I think they'll beat the Texans. So those those are two gimmies. Really? I think the same would probably be said oh, as wait, yeah, the mean, I mean, what, I the Texans are in a better position. To be fair, my
2: bad, my bad. I thought you said, I thought you said the Titans for a second. Okay. I that. In that, that. I I fully lost it, and then I realized what you said yeah. afterwards.
0: So I mean, I'd have them on four wins straight away in terms of just play when they play the Jags and the Texans, regardless of who they're playing at quarterback. To be honest, um, and then I I think they could probably scrape four wins with the remaining remaining games from from elsewhere.
3: Yeah, but I don't think that's too far fetched.
1: I can't, I would be so surprised if we, they don't if they're getting near the beginning of the season. I mean, I suppose we are now already. And it doesn't look like Carlton Wentz is going to be ready in a week or two if they don't make a trade for a veteran backup somewhere. Yeah, at least that yeah, is steady gonna, hand that's they played should. before.
2: Mm. They should, and also I think they're playing the Jags early, so I could actually see them losing one of those if they don't do that. Potentially. Potentially, I'll explain further on when we talk about the Jags. But
0: well, I mean, well, let's let's get on to the Jags then. In that case, then like I mean, the, I, I think this is quite a difficult one to call. Uh, I like some of the moves they made. Obviously Trevor Lawrence has the potential to be a fantastic player for them. Um, I think some of the things they've done have been good. I, I didn't hate the Travis Etienne pick. I hated where they picked him, but I think I don't mind adding another another playmaker. And if you use him right, if you want to go quite run heavy with him and James Robinson, I think that could be effective. Uh, but I mean, some of the other things they've done this off season have just been bizarre. There's been lots of talk, apparently, that CJ Henderson is actually on the trade block, which is mm. crazy because he was one of their bright spots from last season. Um, I mean, it wasn't a good season last season, was it? Let's be honest. It was all right. C.J. He missed half Henderson the games and, still, and then was spotty. Yeah.
2: He was still, it's, it's, he was still a yeah, one it's of the best
1: defenders last it's season. It's so hard to come in. And let, like, we see, when we see Jair Alexander like, and Martian Lattimore come in to the league as a rookie and ball out corner, like you forget That's how difficult norm. that yeah. adjustment is. Like it exactly. takes it takes rookie quarterbacks a couple of years to get to like the level that they are hyped to be playing at. you have seen the same thing with Jeff Akuda in mm. Detroit, who's be yeah. an awesome guy, and because they don't do a Ramsey or a whatever and Alexander straight away, like oh they're a flop. Well, like, I always remember these guys, chap.
0: Yeah. I remember James Bradbury when he came out, um, was it with the Panthers? Is he when we got yeah. drafted and like his first couple of years, he looked really, really like, okay, this guy's not going to be an NFL corner. Like it's not going to happen. And then like, there's a point where they, 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 they turn that, they turn that, that curve and and they, they get it. And and they catch up with it. And James Bradbury's now one of the better corners in the league. Um, yeah. So yeah. you do have to stick with it. And it's difficult to judge rookie corners on the, on their first season. Which is why I'm so surprised that CJ Henson, who, yes, he was spotting in places, as you said, Slew, but did show some nice Pinters. some some really nice things as well. Like he showed that that, that potential to is be it? getting rid of him or but trying like, to get rid know, of him.
2: I don't know if this is just shopping, you know, because people do a lot of shopping and whether or not he gets leaked is one thing. Um You'd really be but... surprised how many people are on like trade blocks, like intermittently, like throughout the start and the preseason and stuff. Especially yeah. when a new regime comes in, it doesn't necessarily mean they're definitely going to
1: fucking do it. It's rare you hear about a a second year guy that was a first round pick, though.
3: Yeah, that's why. i not saying.
1: It's, it's, never I'm... Had, it's just it's just rare. But, but apparently, yeah, it's more because of they, they've got like a lot of confidence with the guys they've got around them in at the corner position, and they brought in Shaq Griffin as well. At the corner this year, True.
0: yeah, he'll mm. be he'll be pretty steady. But I mean, Their yeah, this is it's a few things like that. It's the Tebow thing as well, where I just I'm not sure what this Jags organization Tebow Tebow is, is already nothing. proven. The Tebow block. is
2: Tebow is not a start. He's not even the starting tight end for this team. So don't worry so much about the Tebow situation. Uh, all I was saying, right, for if the I, Jags, when you're comparing, they have a franchise quarterback at the very least in Trevor Lawrence.
1: We think. They've got a rookie quarterback at the moment. Yes, yes,
2: but they've got a rookie quarterback who's going to be playing pretty much day one. Who's been hyped up to be pretty darn good. So they're going to be somewhat exciting to watch this year. A bit like what we've saw at Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert last year. Um, obviously, I think Matt would say they're not like, going
1: to be exciting. I think they're going to
2: win. Yeah, I mean, I I don't mind what they've got in terms of their O line. They're they're pretty good. Um defensively they've also well. yeah their receivers are nice DJ chart Marvin Jones Chenault Jr. showed that he could he had a few yeah. nice catch and runs last year but He's don't worry about Tim Tebow. I... Yeah. <laughs> Tim
1: Tebow
2: yeah Tim Tebow is on not there. playing many Joe's games
1: just going around all offseason and be like guys don't worry about Tim Tebow it's going to be fine no, no one's <laughs> saying Tim Tebow has got to
2: be a starting tight end on day one mate like this may have been slightly overhyped going into camp but you know um they're, all I'm saying is they've got they've got some veterans on that team. Cam Robinson, Brandon Linder on the mm-hmm. offensive line. Jawan Taylor also, not bad. Yeah. Uh, on defense, Josh Allen, one of the one of the better. Josh Allen's a uh, baller. Josh Allen's great. Exactly will yeah. linebackers in the league. They've on the other side Miles Jack, who's taken a few steps back recently, but it's still like, a linebacker. Uh, a yeah.
3: linebacker,
0: an uh, no, edge rusher.
2: Yeah, an edge rusher. He's a uh, will linebacker in a three-four for them. They're
1: running a three-four.
2: Yes, they run a three-four. They're four. running a four-three. No, no, they're running a three-four. Malcolm Brown at the end. Navon Hamilton at nose. Roy Robertson Harris at right. The end. Josh Allen at yeah. outside linebacker. Miles Jack
1: on the. Oh, actually no. Uh, That's it. The, you're now, lads. Yeah, it looks on. weird. It looks like that. Yeah, it looks like they got a three-four, and he's he just yeah, Ed Russia. Miles Jack's great as well. Miles Jack is great.
2: Yeah, Miles Jack is good. um that inside as well. So, I mean, they've got talent on that team. Bringing in Shaquille Griffin I think is going to shore up some things on in the corner position. Um, and if CJ Henderson plays, we know he can. So, we'll see how that goes. I just Keep think on the team. Yeah, there's less injury concerns
1: earlier on in the season than a team like the Colts. Mm. True. Despite all those exciting aspects you mentioned, I still don't think they'll make the playoffs. Oh no, no, no. no, they're, no not they're not making the playoffs. I think I think a good season for them is they get above 500. And then everyone's oh, yeah. happy and you've got confidence. I don't, I don't, if, yeah, I don't even think that's they, their floor. If they finish just above five hundred and Trevor Lawrence wins or is in the conversation for offensive rookie of the year, that's a win for the Jags this season. That's a huge result.
0: Yeah. I think they'll struggle to get over five hundred
1: personally. Yeah. I yeah, I don't think they will. I think they'll and they could bottom out as well. So it many things would have to
0: fall into place for them to get uh, over five hundred at the end of the year, I think. It's
1: See, most teams could jump. The issue is that they don't really, other than Miles Jack and maybe Josh Allen, they don't really have any proven, consistent superstars Yeah. on that team. It's a, it's a young, rebuilding team, and that's just what it is. And like, Which is funny. You can't
0: they go into this franchise. season being
1: like, yeah, we're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, they ain't mm-hmm. got Sonny Weaver. Not yet. Oh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl.
0: Bowl. Um, yeah, I mean, I, my ceiling for the Jags would probably be eight and nine, maybe something like that. I think floor, I think they'll get like four wins, something around that.
2: Yeah, I think floor is four, four wins, but ceiling is maybe just above 500, nine and eight, mm. something like that.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Which puts them squarely, definitely above the fucking Texans.
1: Yeah, I um, think they're solidly. Li- yeah. Texans are the worst. The Texans league. are the worst. Jags are probably third unless Like unless the, Colts the Colts, really decide implode. not to go for not to draft another, not to go for a quarterback. And Carson Wentz misses real extended time. <laughs> yeah, real extended time.
0: Indeed, indeed. Well, then let's talk about. I think who, who in that case we've got as the consensus division winner here, which is the Tennessee Titans. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty easy. Well, this is one of the situations I think across the league where there's one team in a division that's quite so obvious, obviously clear of the rest. Um I mean where do you even start with, with the, the Titans? They've got the offense. Yeah they've got the offense which is the most has the most effective rusher in the league with Derrick Henry. Um yeah. Brian Tannehill has slotted into that offense and it, it works really well for his skill set. On
2: play action passes.
0: Exactly absolutely fits what he's good at with those play action passes and using mm-hmm. his legs and, and stuff to a T. Um I mean, they had absolute Julio
1: maulers choice. on the offensive line. They plus, whichever whoever they decide to play at right tackle.
0: Yeah, I mean that offensive line is is super super don't, strong.
1: Don't they also have right Taylor Lawan back? Right back. I meant I meant right. I meant right tackle. Taylor right. Lawan will be back. No, yeah. Taylor Lawan's Taylor left tackle, isn't he? Yeah, I know. That's what I meant. I said four maulers plus whoever they decide to play at right tackle. Oh, okay. Taylor okay, Lawan's a, yeah. a mauler. Yeah, he's a mauler.
2: But Taylor One didn't play last season. Wasn't he injured? He missed I part believe. of the season. He tore his ACL, oh, I think. Yeah, I remember I'll he restarted that podcast once he. Uh, Bathing with the boys, or whatever it's called. Yeah, it was called with the boys. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and I mean, then you get to their their two wide receivers. I mean, AJ Brown and Julio Jones.
2: Yeah, I arguably mean, could, gonna... could easily could easily be one of the best receiving calls in the in the league
0: next year. Somebody's gonna get hurt trying to cover them. Is what I think when I look at those two. Like they're just absolute beasts, like so physical, so strong, so, so good at winning contested balls and like they'll run past you or through you. Like they, that, that Titans offense has been built to basically bully people from the running back position to the wide receivers, to the O-line, like it's just relentless physicality. Um, and I mean, looking at the defenses in this division, I don't really see a defense. I mean, I know the Colts' pe- could potentially give them a, a decent fight. DeForest Buckner is great in the run game, and they have some good pieces on defense with the Colts as well, with like various Leonard and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it's just it's such a task to try and stop that offense. Now it's it's they've they've managed to build it with the right balance and the right pieces to just make it. Just the thought of it is exhausting for me. I think.
1: I don't know how you defend it. You go too high to try and take away that over-the-top threat they've got, but you can't leave a light box against Derek Henry. it yeah. genuinely just not fair at this point, that offense. Yeah. Luckily, the Titans have decided to play fair and put ahead a defense that is um, questionable, shall we say?
0: Yeah, that defense stinks, which is, which, which is why it is quite... I mean, it, it, this defense is going to handicap this team so much this season because that offense could do serious things, and I'm talking like deep into the playoffs. And that defense, I think, is just going to pull them right back down. Um, it's just so devoid of star power. It it looks soft. It, it's basically like the antithesis of everything that their offense is. For me, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Uh, the thing is, they went eleven and five last year, and I don't think their defense is any worse than it probably yeah. was last year. Yeah, true. That is like true. Caleb, it's a it's a sort of a lot of what ifs though. Like yeah. if Caleb Farley turns into a baller and is one of those rookies that comes into the ground firing at cornerback if bud yeah. Dupree, i mean look i'm not Don't going to argue that they, that they did, i'm not going to argue that they didn't overpay for bud dupree because they paid him a lot of money and he's probably not a top end pass rusher but he's nope. certainly better than whatever they had last year he's and he is amazing. a very good he's defense.
2: Uh, yeah 10 to 11 sacks a, a year but he does
1: the last the two years game. while they had other pieces on, but he's a, he's a good player He's not worth yeah. the contract, but I suppose if he brings a pass rush element, which they missed last year, then he is worth that contract worth to them. Right. That Jeffrey is true. Simmons is a great player as well, D-line. Yeah, Jeffrey He's, Simmons is good. He broke out big time last year for them. It's just...
2: Yeah, but there's no one like that's taking my mind away. Or the secondary, unless, I feel. Yeah, unless unless, like you said, Caleb Farley really is the, the real deal or something. Um, Kevin am
0: Kevin
2: Byard's been yeah aesthetic. this was like he, he has dropped a off years, a few years ago. Yeah, Kevin Byard was one, up there in like one of the best safeties in the league. But now I'm, I'm not really that fussed about him to be honest.
1: He's still only 28. He's just turned 28 mm. or about to turn tw- He's 28. In terms of he, performance, not he had a bit of it. a
0: disappointing year last year. I think Kevin Byard. Mm. And I, thought, so it's I mean, funny. it's difficult you have to ask,
1: how hard is it to be a defensive back? In yeah. a defense where you're getting no pressure up front. So quarterbacks to sit true. back and They're wait for guys to get over against this you. Year. You're gonna get more pressure though. Yeah. Are you? Bud Deprey is better than any edge rusher that they had last season.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm. I mean I, mean, you d- I see d- your point. They they still not they still might not generate much, Joe, but I think like one is an
2: improvement got on zero, right? one like, like okay pass rusher and he was okay when he was only having one-on-ones the whole time because on the Jeffrey other Simmons side he TJ good as TJ well.
1: hmm? Jeffrey Timmons is a good player.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's okay as well. I mean, I'm just not seeing anything
1: that completely blows me away to be honest. But no, I'm not saying they're going to be a great pass rushing team but I'm just saying they should be better than the second worst pass rushing team in the league. Mm. We'll see. Yeah.
3: I, I think
0: the biggest problem with the Titans was they, they became very easy to pass on. Um, and I don't, I, I still, I think we still don't know if they've addressed that or not. Like Caleb Farley, I know stands super high on him, thinks he's going to be fantastic. Maybe he is, um, you know, all the luck in the world to him. I, I, I wouldn't have made that pick if it was me. Um, but I'm not paid millions of pounds to be the general manager of a football team. I just don't know. If he can stay fit and how and his trajectory in terms of learning what he needs to learn to be an NFL star, shutdown corner, which he could be potentially with the athleticism that he has, but it's the it's the nuances and the niche bits of knowledge and stuff that you need to be able to do as well. And, and I, for me, he hasn't played cornerback enough to be able to do that straight out of the bat.
1: Yeah. Is that okay. would not even talk about the injury worries as well. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. But, I mean, the, the thing them is, now. we haven't seen it, this defense. The whole thing with the Titans is their defense doesn't have to be lights out. It's just they have to be good enough to keep them in games because their offense will put score points. Yeah, uh, but it's also the reason why I can't see them making a really deep playoff run unless they get a few breakout players. The on Titans defense. are kind of
2: doomed to always be that team, aren't they? Where they they'll always like they might even occasionally make like an AFC Championship or something, but they're never going
1: to be like the team to beat. I don't know. It can change so quickly with one good free agency signing or like like a big hit their, on a part. When a their pass defense the was
2: really good, though, their offense wasn't. And now it's kind of the opposite. Like their, their offense looks electric and their defense looks like okay. I'm
1: not sure. Best. Was the Titans' defense ever as good as this offense is? Yeah.
3: I think so. I don't know. I don't know. But I, Before I see your Ryan point.
2: Tannehill turned into like Ryan Tannehill now, where he's had a few years in that system and he's, you know, his touchdown to interception ratios is insane.
3: I think there was a time, period of time, where their defense looked more promising than, you know, their offense in general. But now is not that day.
1: Now it's not that day, my friend. I mean, there's also the fact that Arthur Smith is no longer calling plays for them as well. You don't know how much of a hit that's going to be. <laughs> I still think they'll win the division though.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah not I mean, one place. We're, we're picking think... This is here, a, this is a
1: terrible division, to be honest. I think they're bit. a good team. I think they're a double digit win team. Oh yeah.
0: Agreed. I think so. I mean, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd put their ceiling as somewhere probably around like I don't know, maybe 13, 13 and four, something like that.
3: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Maybe, probably. And, maybe I'm fair. seeing
2: I'm seeing a lot of teams that could outshoot them though on their schedule.
3: Yeah,
0: they have got a tough schedule.
1: Teams like the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah, but you just never know when you're going to hit someone in a hot streak or in a bit of a slump or injury. That's why I don't yeah. know if-
0: It's difficult yeah. schedule predicting because injuries are such a huge part of it as well. Like, if one, if Pat Mahomes goes down the week before they play the Chiefs and suddenly that goes from a game where it's like, okay, well, they're probably going to lose that to. There's a chance here that they could... make yeah, the a realistic what, you,
2: chance. You, you can't, like... You know, you can't say their their floor and ceiling. Oh, oh, but this is if Pat Mahomes is in the yeah, game. Yeah, no, of this course, system. of course. You, know, you, you can't. I think, you just, I
1: think that's why. Why you say a floor and ceiling is like, right? What sort of area team do we think they're going to be? Obviously, yeah. if Ryan Turner goes down, they're a completely different team, and then the whole thing's
2: okay. a stupid well,
1: exercise anyway. But it's if
2: I think if everyone starting QB sort of-
1: goes down the, the, the day before the Titans play them, they're going to go, they're going to go 17 and 0 mate. To be fair, the Titans are probably one of the most, probably one of the teams that you could lose a QB and like, right, that offense is good enough, you could drop anyone in there. Uh Maybe. And you're going to put um, up decent numbers.
2: Yeah, I, I think, I think their ceiling is probably maybe like a 12 and 5 team. And
1: (laughs) for the, for the insulted you were for Matt saying 13. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just seemed like one too many, you know. Yeah, Literally exactly You've, been, one quite, too you've many. been quite negative throughout the Titans and you you were still saying, oh yeah, the type of team that's going to always lose in the AFC Championship. That's still a pretty is, decent team. Was, I, I mean, their,
2: their floor is a, an above average team. Yeah, exactly. I was say 9-8. Like yeah.
0: I think they'll get 10 wins this season. But yeah, I, I see what you mean. I, I think it, it'll be as difficult to wholeheartedly predict something more than like winning the division and probably exiting in the first one or two weeks of the playoffs.
1: I think. wins championships. Exactly. And
0: that is exactly why. So yeah, there you have it. According to the dropback, you are going to see the Titans hoisting the AFC South division title with the Colts, not actually that close behind, but behind. And then you've got... Do you actually
1: have divisional physical divisional titles for someone to hoist? Yeah, yeah you, you, do. you do. Yeah, you you get, do. You get
0: a little trophy basically. Fucking big mean, you mouse. do for the
1: conference, for the like the conference it's that No, little yeah, you you get your trophy. divisional, you get your divisional
2: like Are They just the same thing trophy. but smaller. It's just a tiny little like divisional
0: specific trophy. You know when you used to play like uh, like Saturday League football when you're like 10 and you get those little like the bronze silver like, pla- plastic statues it's just a bloke kicking a football. It's I, I like to think it's one of those, but it's, yeah, it's just football. like
1: a leg kicking a football and they just got for the local trophy shop. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. £10. They should change the championship belts.
0: That would be sick. Be Could you imagine? Would you imagine a Super Bowl belt? That'd be jokes. How dope that would be.
2: Pat Mahomes off the top rope. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so there you have it. And then, like I said, the Jags will probably be third and then the Texans will be staring, the up. Yeah, be staring up at their divis- division rivals and every other team in the NFL because I think they're also who we are predicting Numero to uno. end up with the number one pick.
3: Congratulations, Texans. Mm. Woo.
2: Watch them go seventeen and zero now with Ty- yes, absolutely Taylor. absolutely outrageous
0: system. They just, they break out an offense that no one's seen before and is impossible to stop. And,
2: to and Taylor wins MVP.
0: Yeah, David Johnson, two thousand
2: yards. I'd actually kind of love that. To be fair, that would be quite yeah. sick. To be I fair, I would be actually, like, yeah.
1: get in. <laughs> I in love Taylor, though. You more
2: no, I just love the team that is destined to lose. You know, like it's like supporting the Browns for so many years. Is that way you support because... the Ravens. <laughs> When was the last time you won a Super Bowl?
1: Shut up, what has that man. got to do with anything? <laughs> Everything. Because Matt can't talk. When was the last time you won the Super Bowl? And we're shit, mate. Yeah. It means nothing. Exactly. We won two of them. I, last, I said, when was the last one?
0: What Exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. Right, well, I think that
0: probably just about wraps up our uh, AFC South I forgot what the word is then. Preview. That, that,
2: divisional preview. preview.
0: That's it. I think that pretty much wraps up our AFC South divisional preview. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And also we did talk a little bit about pre-season, which is carrying on this week. So we will be talking about that in some more detail, I imagine, on Thursday's live stream and next week on the podcast. Um, and we'll probably have stand back. He was meant to be here, be there this week, and he disappeared. So he said
1: he was looking at a caravan. And he left his phone at home. What's a weird... Okay.
0: Right, well... Uh, well, will ask we'll have about to... it on the live
1: show. Where can they find the live show?
0: So you can catch Stan talking all about his caravan and whatever the whatever the fuck he was doing with that Um, on our live stream on Thursday, which you can find through Britballing and our socials at The Dropback on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, make sure you check out the website at the www.thedropback.com or.co.uk, um, where you can find all of our articles and all of the content that we make some of it's good some of it's shit most of the shit stuff's Joe's um, but anyway thank you so much Samuel for joining us
3: you're welcome
0: and thank you Joe thanks I actually
2: never post on the website so fuck you Matt
0: fair enough and we will see you on Thursday Who's The Dropback with Sam Lewis Matt's Burns Peak Joe Costanzo and Stan Wilson.
1: Do that, I've been matt, I've been Sam, I've been Joe, or do you want to leave it like that, mate? You happy with that? Just leave it like that.